What a contest. If you were there, you saw one of you saw one of the most unique contests, I think, in, in Marching Man history. We'll explain that in a second. This is the post-show. This is the cherry on for the Fans of America Oscar Regional that happened this past Saturday. Uh, not too long ago. Let's put a cherry on it. We ironically call it that because I think, nay, I know that cherries suck. But nevertheless, we call it that because, you know, I'm a weirdo. Good morning again, Daniel Valdez again. It is an honor and a pleasure to talk to you, whether you're listening on the YouTube app, youtube.com slash the podcast, or you are listening on Apple Podcast app, either one. Appreciate the support. First things first, I don't think we've ever had that many people come up to us in the stands at one contest. <laughs> Everybody who came out said hello. Everybody who gave us wonderful remarks and compliments. Everybody who, uh, you know, Everybody who we met this weekend, directors, staff, band parents, kiddos, all that fun stuff, thank you so, so very much for your support. Thank you so much for uh, being involved in this activity and, and for, for keeping us going. Uh, that, was, that, was, uh, that was a pretty big trip there. <laughs> uh, the BOA Austin crowd, is always, it's, it's always a treat to... Um, to hang out with them, and, and this year was absolutely no different. Thank you for interacting with the live blog this weekend. We're setting records left and right, man. This thing's really taken off, which is great. Uh, so yeah, let's let's get let's get to it. My voice sounds a little shot, uh, you know, after getting food after the event and whatnot, and dealing with rain through the Austin area, driving back home. I didn't get home till about 3 a.m. Don't worry, I'm safe. I'm fine. Everything's cool. Uh, the entire TexasBands.com staff is, uh, is accounted for. Uh, but, uh, yeah, my voice is a little shot. That's okay. You'll deal with it, and I'll try to make this as quick as possible. Without further ado, congratulations. Austin, look at that. Vandegrift High School with an 86-3. 2019 BOA Austin Regional Championships. Congratulations to the Viper Band. They're just so good. <laughs> Consistent performances, they're all, it's just supreme confidence. Supreme confidence. They seem to know where they're going. They seem to know what they're playing. They, see, they just know what they're doing all the time. It's not, I don't feel like any of the members are really guessing at what they're doing. They just know what they're doing. All they got to do is perform it. Simple as that. Uh, 86-3, that's a ridiculous score for September. <laughs> that's a pretty high score. So uh, they're on the right track on their road to Grand Nationals this year. So congratulations to the Vandegrift Viper Band. It was great talking to uh, a couple of their parents uh, this weekend, and they're, they seem really excited about how the season's going. So let's go through the uh, finalist list. Tenth uh, place, Westwood. Ninth uh, place, Rouse. Congratulations to Westwood and Rouse. Eighth uh, place, Bowie. Seventh place, Lake Travis. Congratulations to Lake Travis. Sixth place, Cedar Ridge. Fifth was Cedar Park. Fourth, Mr. Ridge. Third, Claudia Taylor-Johnson. Second was Leander. And then first, of course, was Vandegrift. Great performances in final. So let's get, uh, let's, let's talk a little, where should I start? Where do I want to start? We'll talk about the CTJ thing in just a second. Let's talk about Westwood. Let's talk about Rouse. Let's talk about Lake Travis. I bet you, when you were listening to the announcements, 
And those three names came over the PA system. You're going, what? One of them came out like, oh, cool, that's nice. Second one came out like, wow, that's even better. And then third, the, by the time you heard like, hey, we were having like three relatively new finalists, uh, your head's probably exploded. Like, how, man, how the heck did that happen? Here's my theory on it after looking at the numbers. Um, in prelims, it looks like the judges rewarded confident playing. And here's what I... Let's go a little bit further than that. Not necessarily confident playing, but a wide dynamic range. Meaning, you can get the ensemble to play really well at low volumes. You can get the ensemble to play at medium volumes. And then when you want to crank up the sound, you want to crank up the power, there's still that center of sound there. It doesn't sound spread. I'm not listening to individual instruments when everybody's playing. I hate the term loud. I hate to even use that term because I don't like it. Because that, to me, that means unfocused sound. I like full. I like the term full. Everybody's contributing, but I'm not hearing individuals stick out of the ensemble. And it seems like the judges really rewarded Lake Travis and Rouse and Westwood for playing with some gumption, really turning it on when they needed to, but then backing off and showing that they can demonstrate. Control of sound, low volumes, mid-range volumes, and then um, uh, high volumes as well. And they, reward, they were rewarded, and they did pretty well. I mean, these are shows you're going to have to deal with in November. <laughs> uh, so I think that's how you got these three new finalists in there. Uh, I know Westwood has made a super regional final before out in St. Louis, but, uh, you know, when you're a regular regional like this, getting into Austin, like I said, it's going to be tough. It's tough to get in there. Performances are key. I mean, we talked about that last week. A, an off performance isn't going to get you in. Everybody's too good. Everybody's too good, especially around the Austin area. So it doesn't matter what time you're going on. It doesn't matter if it's the first block. It doesn't matter if it's the last block. When the lights are on, you got to show up. you got to show up, and you got to perform to the best of your ability. So congratulations, special congratulations to Lake Travis, to Rouse, to Westwood. I know those kiddos were just ecstatic that they got to perform one more time. And I love seeing new faces in finals. I love seeing new faces in the crowd as well. I'm sure that was a treat for all those parents and all the supporters that got to sit in there and, and, and be a part of a finals crowd for the first time. So congratulations to them. A lot of wind. A lot of wind in the evening, uh, especially in the, uh, later in the day. On the evening, lots of prop uh, issues to deal with, uh, you know, even though some of them had the vents on there. Uh, it's part of the game. <laughs> Unfortunately, can't control the wind. Not yet. We don't have the technology yet, but I'm sure we're working on it. Um, you know, it's just part of the game. As a performer, you're just, your job is to go out there and, and do what you need to do. Guard, same thing. My, uh, my former color guard director Mike Sloan who um, passed away a couple of years ago he was very influential he was very influential influential is, is that a word am I getting that right it's been a very long night I'm sorry uh, he was very he was very supportive and very influential while I was in high school he used to just say three words fight the wind it's just like hey it's 30 miles an hour gusting doesn't matter fight the wind do what you need to do so congratulations to all the guards who had to put up with that wind <laughs> later in the day, especially in finals. I'm sure that was um, 
I'm sure that was a challenge, but you all did fantastic. So congratulations to you all. Okay, let's talk about the CTJ thing for a second. Because this is kind of spread around like wildfire. And I'll just kind of give my perspective uh, of, of what it was like in the stands. And then, uh, and then I'm going to gush over these people for a while. Um, so in finals... Uh, one of the prop, so we got side two, you got side one and side two. Side one's on the left side if you're sitting in the audience, side two is on the right side if you're sitting in the audience. I think that's correct, and if it's not, whatever, sue me. Uh, the pit is split up. You have half of the pit on the left side of the field, half of the pit on the right side of the field. For whatever reason, and I'm not interested in how it happened, that's, that's, not, that's not in my business, uh, the pit and the props were uh, lined up five yards off on the left side of the field. That's dangerous, and that, that's, that's, that's a challenge, and that's dangerous on its own. When you take a drill that's as neck-breaking as CTJ's is, and it's always challenging. They have one of the most challenging visual programs year after year after year after year, and they always perform it well. That could have been really, really dangerous. But these kiddos are so well taught, they're so well trained, that they were able to adapt. They were just basically dressing the form the entire show. And there were no, it could have been, you have, I had tried to, how, I, I'm stumbling over my words here. One, because I'm tired, and two, that was one of the most, what they pulled off was one of the most incredible performances I've ever seen in my life. Ever. And I've been watching this activity for 20 years. I've never seen anything like that. Where there is, imagine, imagine the football field has a giant five-yard crater somewhere on the field, and as a performer, you don't know where it's at. That's terrifying. I can't even imagine what the kids were thinking. We kind of knew something was up because we saw some uncharacteristic things about the drill. Now, keep in mind, I've seen the show a couple of times already, live. And we're looking at the drill, we're watching the show, and we're, we're thinking, hey, there's, something feels off. Something feels off about this. And then we figured out, oh, wait, the, the prop's in the wrong place. And once we realized that, we all looked at each other, and we were all feeling the same thing. Fear. We were scared to death. We thought we were going to see somebody run into the stage and we thought we were, we honestly thought we were going to see some injuries there. And we didn't. They dressed the form. I'm sure a couple of the kids were going, what the heck is going on? But they just dressed the form and they were able to adjust their drill as they were performing it. There are very few programs that are trained well enough to adapt to something like that. Very few programs. I can probably count them on one hand. Like I said, these kiddos were so well trained that something that they probably couldn't even see and didn't even realize happened until it happened, they were able to fix their forms and adjust as the show went on. Think about that. That's incredible. You know, directors put these and, and design teams put these elaborate shows on and you're trained to do it a certain way. But 
when there's a wrench thrown in there, like, like what happened last night, your brain's got to, as a performer, your brain has to be like, okay, I'm, a, I'm adapting to the form. I'm sure they knew something was up, but we've got to adapt to the form and we, we got to get this right. And they did it. And yeah, there could have been a time after they, after they finished I Can't Wait to Be King, their directors could have come on the field, they could have been waving their arms in the air, and they could have said, stop the show. They could have easily done that. But to have that kind of confidence in your students, in your performers, to finish the show and know that they're going to be able to handle this situation with class, with dignity, and with confidence. It's incredible. I got to, uh, I, we got to talk to, to Jared Lippin, the director of Banzer. I went up to him, shook his hand, and I said, I admire you and your teaching staff. I really do. Because there are very few programs that could have pulled off what they had to pull off. Imagine adjusting your drill on the floor. I can't get over that. I can't get over that. They did it. And they got third place out of it. <laughs> that was almost like a win for them. Um, and the crowd kind of, the crowd was catching on a little bit. They, they kind of started noticing that there was some issues going on. But they, they pushed through. They pushed through. Like I keep telling people, when the lights are on, when the lights are on, you got to perform. No matter what happens. So I'm sure that was a very unique experience. I'm sure those kiddos, those kiddos are going to remember that performance for the rest of my, their lives. I know I'm going to remember it for the rest of my life. It was such, it, it, it was, I admire that staff and I admire that program. There's a whole new, I've already respected them for many years. This is a new shelf now. This is, a, this is just another tier about how well-trained they are and how just, special this program is they're just special it's it was it was a joy to watch so i i hope they don't have those issues anymore i hope everything gets sorted out i'm sure it will um but yeah if you missed it uh you missed one of the you missed one of the most unique performances in the history of marching band with them and that's pretty much the finals contest i mean vandegrift watching i mean vandegrift won by a point and a half last week we were talking okay if you win by a point or you win any caption by a point, that's a pretty dominant performance. You win by 1.5, that is very significant. <laughs> that is very significant. Uh, Vandegrift is on their way to a very, very successful season. Uh, Leander is on their way to a very, very successful season. That toxic portion is just such a jam. It is going to rip the seats and the roof off of Lucas Oil Stadium later this year. Claudia Taylor-Johnson already has a complete program. I'm sure they're going to change a bunch of stuff. And they are those three programs are well on their way to going into Lucas Oil Stadium and planting a giant Texas flag in the middle of the Indianapolis Colts logo. Congratulations to everybody who performed this weekend. Congratulations to Lake Travis and Rouse and Westwood. Congratulations to those programs. You have not seen the last of those programs. They will have to be dealt with in November. So keep that in mind. Congratulations to everybody. Hope you all got home safe. Congratulations to all the staff, the band parents, the boosters, the um, directors, all the kiddos that performed. Thank you all so much 
for showing your support for Texas Marching Band and for coming out and, and, and talking with us. Uh, we're just overjoyed to do this stuff. And that's it. There's the big disgusting cherry that's on the VOA Austin Regional. Uh, uh, that's it. We're done with that. Coming out this Wednesday. And yes, I'm actually going to put a, a date with it. Coming out this Wednesday. Uh, nerd in for the Bedford Regional. Nerd in for the Houston Regional. It's probably the busiest week for me. Just because... I got to do two of these things, and I'm going to release them in the same day. I'm not sure which one's going to come out first. It's whichever one I pick. It doesn't, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Nothing I do on this thing has any sort of rhyme or reason to it. You should know that by now if you've been listening. Uh, so we got those things coming out. We're going to review those things. We took care of the Austin stuff. We took care of South Texas. We took care of Austin. Now we're going. You go in I-10, we go to Houston. We go to the Katy Regional. Uh, you want to go up 35 North? We'll go to Bedford. We got to deal with those two metroplexes there. Dallas-Fort Worth dealing with Houston, uh, the Katy suburb. Uh, fantastic programs out there. The Nerd Inn is coming with a lot of energy and hopefully a repaired voice. <laughs> got to go drink some, some Earl Grey tea with my pinky sticking up in the air. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so very much for supporting this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll never be able to thank you enough. Everybody on staff will not be able to thank you enough. The only way we know how... Oh my God, my voice cracked. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I'm not taking that out. The only way we know how to thank you is to keep providing you content. So thank you so much for your support. I will talk to you on Wednesday. Take care. <laughs> Adios. Bye-bye. <laughs>